0: What is up everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm J-Lag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Riverdale Season 7, Episode 12. And it's called Chapter 129, After the Fall.
1: The Fall or the Fog? <laughs> fall. Fall.
0: fall. Right. Okay. Falling. I'm falling.
1: Um, don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending of the podcast. We're going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our best lines, and your guys' recap roundup. so be sure to stick around for that.
0: As always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you so much for joining us! Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the Chanel. Let's get into this episode. Let's you. do it.
1: You, you, yeah, What'd you, you, think? you, girl, you.
0: Um, I thought it was good. Obviously, uh-huh. it was like it almost like defined itself by the end of it as a transitional episode. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But a lot still happened. Like, I think that we got a bit Mm -hmm. of things happening here and there, but I think there was also a lot of setup, like lots and lots of setup this episode. Um, I'm really interested to see what happens with what happened this episode. Like, even with Reggie, with Clifford, we got, we didn't get all the, like, we didn't get any answers, really, like still a lot of question marks. So I think that like the lead up is coming. Like we, there's a few moments in this episode that I'm excited to talk to you about that really made me start thinking about, okay, like the larger picture, like, what is this like, at least in this world, like, what does this all mean? And are we going to get to the end of, of this men versus the town Mm storyline situation? And I feel like we're slowly getting somewhere with it. Um, we got a few inklings of it this episode. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was good. What would you think?
1: I agree. Definitely like a middle episode where like, again, not much, ha- like still things did happen. So I can't right. even complain about that. But I, and I will say again, the writing was, was beyond anything i think that we've experienced prior to this season in riverdale like i don't know if they got a whole new writer's room but the writing has been so beautiful like even the whole archie scene in the classroom and then you get an amazing bnv moment and we've been robbed of bnv for like a long time a long time it's just a great friend like conversation and like I just thought it was so beautiful and I was so in the moment and I was really trying to picture, even though we're in this alternate universe and this maybe is not going to apply in the end. I really wanted to believe that it will. I really wanted to believe that these two characters are the really the same characters that we've been following for six years. Yeah. Um, just because the stories were so rich and the conversations were so rich that I was like, this can't all be for nothing. Like this has to mean something in the end. And so now I'm starting to shift a little bit into that of being like, I'm really hoping this is going to lead into something. Uh, And I think I'm slowly getting ready for that. Um, But I am truly blown away at like what they write about in the show. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of my favorite shows is Friday Night Lights. And I feel like it was such an underrated television show. And this episode felt so much like that and I freaking loved it I loved every second all the. um, When Reggie and Archie are running out of the locker room and they touch that poster like that is so Friday night lights and like if you watched it, you see those little things in it and i'm like I see you guys. And it works. The music was exactly for our night lights. Like they right. definitely like took took it from that and took they took a page from created that. it. And I yeah. thought and I did appreciate it and, and I loved it also. So yeah. I am just impressed with what they're doing this 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 season overall. I really
0: like it. And I think you're wearing your little River Vixen shirt. Like it's a perfect time did we to get wear it because this week? No, but it's very high school, right? And True. I think when I watched this episode, it felt very I almost was filled with a bit of regret because I can recall those things being in that high school mind Mm -hmm. of like the innocence of it. Because to your point, the writing is so well done. But because we've aged up, like we're even Like we were out of high school by the time this this show came out in the first place. Now we were like kids and married, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like. I, it's hard to like come back to the world that they've created for this final season um but i'm not saying it's impossible obviously we feel that nostalgic vibe to it like you even lo- said yourself like they do it really really well yeah. that high school drama story and like it's, it's not it's, for nothing that's what do you know
1: what i mean like it's not like dumb like dumb shit like ah, i'm gonna like go kiss him at the locker like yeah it's just like meaningful conversations like the conversation that reggie had with archie how he's like i don't have dreams i have plans like yeah I got, like chills i was like holy shit like that's a huge line for a high school student to say and there's so much meaning behind that in terms right. of where he's come from his background his family like they could have just done like a waistline for yes. being in high school but like they they're giving them really profound things to talk about and i, I love that they're not yeah, wasting sure. it you know
0: for sure for sure um but let's get into the episode because yeah it. it was a good one it was a good one so it starts off with Jughead narrating, and he's talking about Archie and Reggie. He kind of starts it off by saying, like, this is a story of two boys. Yeah. So I'm, like, kind of trying to figure out, like, where this is going, because I totally the last episode. about
1: where we ended off last Car accident.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you're just, like, where, like, what's happening. But it shows kind of, like, there are differences, like, right from the top. Like, you know, Archie's writing and doing his homework in, in his classroom, and Reggie's really focused on doing basketball. But then it really quickly cuts to the present time, which is the hospital scene. And it turns out that Reggie basically saved everyone's ass. Like the Bulldogs were about to drown their asses in that car. Without him, they would have all died. Um, But Julian is still in a coma. Right. And because of that, and for the frustration of like the scandal, um, Clifford Blossom, who's talking to Frank at this point, Is basically saying, it's Reggie's fault. He's the reason why this happened. He's off the team. I'm getting him out of here as soon as possible. And Frank, weirdly, like, you know, we've been off Frank for the beginning of the season. He's slowly starting to come around where he's not really, like, jumping on board being like, yeah, it's all Reggie's fault. He's like actually we don't really know all the information like we're still learning about it like he kind of he kind of stands up for um Reggie which is a bit of a redeeming moment for him and he's like you know like why don't we just chill about the whole game situation and you know like removing him from the team and let's like focus on the fact that your son is literally in a coma like relax um but Clifford is a psycho obviously so he is going to do some dumb stuff later Then it cuts to Ethel, and we have another dum-dum. The sheriff is talking to them about the milkman, because she murdered him last episode, and she didn't murder him. She killed him because of self-defense, which we learned. Self-defense! He was attacking her, and she, like, you know, took the knife from him and stabbed him. And Tom is very very weird and off about the entire situation. I'm very annoyed about the fact that we are constantly right about how dumb this guy is. So
1: so in this you know what now that I'm thinking about it? Like no, we did get a lot in this episode. Like like we've been saying it for weeks, Tom Keller, yeah. like you're hiding something. You're this sketchy. week Jughead realized it. He's like yo you're not we, making because because yeah. tom keller was like oh this is basically like an o- open and shut like case, case and jughead's yeah. like are you dumb like this is still open like <laughs> he's like who is he what's so his much. name <laughs> like, <He's laughs> like no 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 he's like we already wrapped it up he's like no and so now yeah. jughead's caught on to what's actually happening
0: right it's interesting because like even by the, like to your point like because it's a transitional episode they only go so far before he kind of like has to focus on other things right. like the and, comic yeah. but like i wish that he like bit into that a little bit more and is like why is he but, trying to hide this you know what i mean like
1: we do get more of that later and i'll maybe say it like when we get to yeah, that point let's yeah. talk
0: to talk about that later but so anyway he ends up saying also that ethel now has no place to live jughead's like he, she can live with me like, shout but shout out he, to
1: jughead for taking care of her honestly
0: he's trying so dang hard um but because well, he
1: was like she needs somewhere and then He's like she could just stay with me, and then the and he's like no, she needs like an adult. She needs an adult. And I was like, what about Jughead? He has I know, no Jughead's parents.
0: <laughs> literally been like, emancipated hello. by from his family. Um, it's so true. Like they never even touch that even touched at it. all. They don't even mention the fact that like he is an orphan. He lives in a box by himself. <laughs> I mean, a really nice box car. Um, but uh, they end up talking to Alice and Mary. Which like I don't know why they're in the same scene together. I don't know
1: why they brought both in. Like why yeah. not just one of them, right? Like It was
0: it was interesting. Like, I get in Ma- the
1: end why, but
0: Yeah. So Mary ends up saying like it's the best that Ethel goes back to say with the Blossom or sorry, the Coopers. Um and apparently, according to um, Alice, I don't know if I believe her. I don't like. I don't know how you feel mm. about it, but she basically says like, "Oh, well, the sisters of Quiet Mercy was actually not even my idea. It was Mister Cooper's idea."
1: No, like I thought that that was interesting. Like I flagged that in my brain. Yeah, yeah. So
0: do you do you feel like she's telling the truth, or was I think she like, so. yeah, okay? I think
1: so, but like I'm sure she was inclined to listen to him. Right. But I do think it was probably his idea, like originally.
0: Right. I just feel. Here's my problem with Alice, and I'll say this as quick as humanly possible, but I have an issue with the fact that, like, what is she standing for? You know what I mean? I understand if you care about your family. it's interesting that you're bringing
1: that up now, because I do think in this episode, that starts to play. She starts to question, because of Mary... What am I doing? Like, like, what
0: what is my motive here? So
1: it's interesting that you're saying that now because I do feel like she finally got that this week.
0: Right. Because, like, even her, like, laissez-faire attitude toward the fact that ethel was abused at the sisters of quiet mercy like if you care about kids and especially kids who are literally orphaned because their parents got murdered yeah, yeah. like you'd think that she'd have like a oh my god i didn't know that was like you know like bring some empathy some compassion yeah. to her character and said so she's like i am a robot i am a you know Susie housemaker like i get like we get it we get that she's supposed to play this character but like no human being who's not a literal sociopath would follow that like oh your parents got murdered like come along like it wasn't my idea it was my husband's like what am I supposed to do with that information? Like, as a person think, watching it, you're like, what the so is wrong it could, with you? It
1: could be two things, and I'll say this quickly again, too, but <laughs> it could be two things. I do feel like we're going to find out that a lot of her motivations are because of Hal and the way Hal has forced them to live this sort of life of, like, these rules and, like, shelter. Um, And maybe Hal is still a serial killer in this universe. And I do feel like she knows that and she's trying to protect people while also still being, like, partner to him and like trying to like maybe like like tone him down a little bit i don't know i feel like we're gonna find out more of her motivations and maybe a part of her sending again like i said it before maybe she sent her there to get her out of like hal's way so that he wouldn't kill her too right like that's what i was thinking like originally so maybe we'll understand that more like once we understand more of alice and like the relationship that she's had with hal you know yeah
0: I just, like, I think, like, one easy win, and I, like, to your point, I, we'll see how it all plays out and, like, what their grand plan of it all was, but I think it would have been a really good opportunity, not to say that, like, I'm not making light of this at all, but, like, domestic violence was a huge thing, and it's, st- I mean, it still yeah. is, but in the 50s, that, di- like, the d- dichotomy between the male and the female in the family was always such a big thing, like, that is why the woman stays at home and I stay at work, and they don't really touch on that in, like, a aggressive way in the sense that it was happening behind closed doors to so many families that you'd think that they would take his character well, to that direction. Like, take him all the way that she's, like, so afraid of him, afraid to, afraid to speak when he's around. But maybe we will like that. And, like, we do get some moments, but then they are, like but you're still Alice like she's still a little feisty on her own yeah. like i'm trying to understand like what RAS told her to be in this world because i think that if if she was like a mousy timid character we number 1 would have way more compassion for her cuz we're yeah, like okay true. she's hiding something she's worried about something you can tell she's a little dodgy like i'm not saying like slap her on screen i'm not telling like how to like have this like a level of violence and aggression i'm just saying like maybe we could have seen that a little bit more so we can act as if like it's not just her being a psycho like it's there's a reason for it
1: yeah and maybe they should have done a better job along the way but i do feel like i look at alice like that especially in the original timeline like here she here was a girl kind of like from the wrong side of the tracks she got pregnant with hal he was the breadwinner she had to have the baby like that's kind of what i did picture what alice and hal were like he mm-hmm. he made the money she worked with him yes but like ultimately like it was his family's like radio station or newspaper or whatever it was so it's right. his family money so he is the breadwinner so i already did see them kind of like in that dynamic but to your point like maybe in this timeline they could have like accentuated that a bit more or maybe we're still going to get that i don't know maybe yeah. we'll get a bit more of the understanding of their dynamic Right. But. I do already see them like that. It's just, mm. she's a li- she's just a little bit more like feisty. Um, right. Which might, which might lend to her eventually coming out and being like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Like this right. guy's crazy, you know? So right. maybe, yeah.
0: Shove it, Hal. As Shove she said it, Hal. Maybe she'll say six, it again
1: in this universe. Maybe. That'll be funny. Yeah. If it happens a little callback. Yeah.
0: Anyway, that's how I feel about them. <laughs> Let's move on to the next scene. The next scene is Archie and Reggie. They're just talking and, um. Archie says, like, wow, Reggie, like, you're such a hero for saving, saving all the bulldogs. But again, Reggie's perspective is completely different where he's like, you know, if something worse happened, they would have pinned the entire thing on me. I would have gone to jail. It would have been worse. So, like, really, I'm just out here trying to survive. Like, I'm just trying to do the damn thing.
1: You're so right. Like, I was sitting there being like, Reggie, save yourself. And then I'm like, oh, my God, he's so right. Yeah. It would have blamed everything on him. And then he would have gone to jail
0: absolutely it was it was such a sad reality and like that is that is the thing right like i do like that he doesn't nip at archie because archie has such like a optimistic perspective on everything like he's always optimistic about everything he's like oh my god you're the hero but reggie's like no not for me like maybe for you but not for me um so it's cool that they're still learning from each other like they're really like they really made them brothers like true brothers in this storyline in this world
1: friends like yeah
0: right yeah um then it cuts to the cooper residence betty's about to like leave for school she's like oh ethel like let's go i'll walk with you to school and then alice is like no she's gonna like i'm gonna drive her later and i was like okay weird so obviously betty's like like, off about her mom yeah Betty talks to Veronica about this after in school. And she and then Veronica, out of nowhere, obviously, like, one-ups her. And she's like, oh, your mom won't talk to you? Well, my parents made me homeless. <laughs> she just, like, dropped it right on her. And, um, of course, like, Veronica making it all about now. herself. Yeah, she's like, I'm homeless now. Um, and Betty's like, well... I was like, glad
1: well... that she said it, because a part of me was like, is she going to lie? Right. Like, is
0: she going right. to cover it up? But she, she was gonna gonna very honest. Continually cover it up. Yeah. And I guess... Like, it is interesting because we didn't really see it necessarily on screen. The last time we talked, like, the last time this was brought up, she lied about it. She did talk. She, like, didn't tell Clay. Yeah, Yeah. she didn't tell the boys about it. So the fact that, like, maybe it was that last scene that we saw last episode where um, she looks at her parents' picture and she, like, starts to feel really sad about the fact that her parents, like, basically abandoned her, that now she's willing to, like, speak up about it. Yeah. So Betty, anyway, she says, well, did you ever try to like break into the Pembroke to get back in? And so obviously that's going to happen. Then it cuts to class and um, everyone's in the same class. Apparently the English teacher uh, tells them, tells the class that she wants to read like a poem. It's called the Phantom. And it was written by Archie, and Archie's the only one at this point. And like, who she doesn't knows. say it. She
1: doesn't say who. She doesn't like.
0: say it in the very beginning. He's she's reading it, and it's like this really sad story like, about like the fact that he's like you know disappearing. He's he like, I don't know like what he...
1: I means to be a man. Like questioning yeah. like his identity basically. He's like, like I'm he here, but I'm not really here.
0: Like <laughs> I'm see through. I'm just yeah. a
1: phantom.
0: I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, like, and then the okay, so two gaggy things happened. The first thing is kevin i love that you love clay like let's get it you your your man's your man whatever he's literally like oh my god clay that was the best thing ever like bitch it wasn't even his poem so take it and like why are you
1: baiting someone out like what if it wanted to be private
0: (laughs) yeah what if it was clay like leave him alone (laughs) exactly but then the teacher baits him out anyway he's like actually it was archie 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 andrews he's right over there (laughs) I was like oh my god I would be mortified
1: Everyone I... was shooketh like even Reggie was like You?
0: He's like you're the like, one who feels Invisible like I'm like How are you gonna do that to this poor kid Who just poured his heart out into the poem I thought, like... that,
1: Betty, I thought that Betty Looked at Archie at one point And I'm like does she know that it's him Cause right. she would know that it's him Like do you know what I right. mean like I thought that would be a really Cute like moment between the two cause she knows him So well on like a deeper yeah. level like yeah. I felt like she was like I think that might be him him, you know? and then
0: she like um, everyone finds out anyway yeah but yeah and then on top of that the the teacher freaking is like would you like to speak about it because clearly I have lots to say like what are you expecting this guy to pour his heart out to his I know, English class I thought
1: like, it was so fuck, cute like, what an I really, ambush I thought it was so cute I like <laughs> but that. like
0: I don't know I like that teacher i love her take her aside take him aside and be like i like what they had later because it's a private moment as it should have been (laughs) but the fact that she's like yeah this this story is all about like being sad and then lonely like do you want to talk about it right now in class like no teacher would ever i would sink into the floor but like also for
1: considering that it's like 1950s like big ups to her for like wanting to talk about feelings and like identity (laughs) and especially male identity like men did not talk about that shit at that time so the fact that like she did instigate that like i really did appreciate it of course like like, his choice is like i don't want to talk about it but it was nice that like she did that i don't know i thought that was nice
0: So then it gets to the lockers um, and Archie is named captain like he's named captain by Frank. He obviously looks very uneasy about it.
1: I mean, this conversation is happening right after the conversation of I don't know what it means to be a man. Precisely. I don't know who I am. And then he gets assigned this captain position and he's completely like in shock. Yeah. Um, and like the juxtaposition is like so amazing to see because he should be happy. He should be like so proud. But he's kind of like, I don't know if I deserve it fully. Yeah. Like, there's yeah, someone yeah. better on the team, obviously. Right. Right. And then Frank backs it up with saying, Oh, by the way, here's like your dad's like captain's like medal. Yes. Yes. I'm, yes. Like, like, oh my God. Like, and then you feel again that pressure on archie like he's like okay like true like i guess Alex, i should i guess i should it's like my dad's yeah. thing and so right here we go again talking about like that pressure that you're yeah. supposed to feel this way or take on these responsibilities because of what because of like your dad was that or your grandpa was that it just was really sad to see him like he he really had to think about it you know right
0: i think also i mean in that scene too he also says like clifford made the choice like he's like you don't even you can't yeah. really say anything past that um so you got to do what you got to do and yeah i think that that pressure to be reminded that like your dad was a captain so yeah, like, like you should be like a captain stand up
1: and be mm-hmm. as good as him
0: like meanwhile he doesn't even have a father figure really to like stand on right now and yeah it's a tough time for little archie um then it cuts to the uh so a little bit of a mix of a it cuts to the principal's office um essentially they're like dropping it just like the keller like just like tom keller's he's like yeah it looks like um you know the milkman was a drifter according to the sheriff like he he was just like a drifter he's dead he's gone and then they ask more questions they're like okay well the definition of a drifter is like Literally, they kill and then they leave. Drifted. they, they, they drifted
1: he did not drift <laughs> he, he killed
0: he's stuck around so they're like well i don't even really know it's not our place to question it so there's something very sketchy and very sketchy says, going on here
1: and then he says um what did he say he's like so don't worry about it it's only a stupid tale in one of your comics the milkman
0: oh i didn't i don't remember that part what do you think the significance of that is he
1: was like don't worry it's just a stupid story see now the milkman only exists in the comics something like along that line Uh and i was like i know exactly what these fuckers did and jughead too looks at ethel like what like what's happening how would he just tie it to the comics and then i thought they created this guy so that they could they could cancel comics Right, he created the villain of the Milkman from the comic, so that they could say, "Look, see, it came to it came to fruition. We can't have comics." Like, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. That's, for sure, that's what I
1: took from that. For sure, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's a really good theory because he does. Yeah, his final thing is is like, well, now you know you shouldn't read like, comics because clearly. Comics. Like, clearly this guy was influenced by yes. the comics that you read, the violent comics that you read. Yeah. So and that's just, like, like okay. underlining, like, underlining my theory that comics are bad.
1: Got your MO uh, now, motherfucker.
0: Exactly. Fucking psycho. And then uh, even and we're like,
1: we're like oh, okay, this guy's good.
0: Yeah. I mean, at this point, the, everyone they should They know be, that, but, like, like I like how it's, like, people.
1: hitting them in, like, different parts, you know? They're like,
0: Burr. Um. So then it cuts to the Cooper residence. And- Betty basically like comes down the stairs and she's like, I'm leaving. I'm going to go live with Veronica. And Alice is like, okay, bye.
1: Bye. Have fun.
0: Okay. So cool. She's just letting her go. Like, my interest now anyway we'll talk I, I'm i gonna wait to yeah. talk about it after Um. so then it cuts to Betty and Veronica they break into the Pembroke and like, because it's so easy Betty obviously picks the lock I was like good for you she's like
1: Betty when did you learn to do that with your hairpin
0: <laughs> she's like you know Tracy True. Um and then Veronica invites Clay and Kevin also to the place so like they're all gonna have a little sleepover but
1: like okay never mind. <laughs>
0: what were you gonna say like like,
1: how is there still power like the lights are on the heat still works like like like, you know what i mean like it doesn't make sense
0: smithers was probably told to like like, keep everything running just like let it run yeah um so then it cuts to the clifford and cheryl talking and she's essentially upset because like the game is moving forward despite the fact that julian is literally laying in a hospital bed unconscious so it, you get to see quite a strong, like, severe relationship between um, Clifford and Cheryl, where he forces her to cheer, essentially. He's like, you're going to scream your lungs out yeah. for those basketball players until your lips turn, like, you know. He, Your, your he, like,
1: lungs turn red and, like, you believe. I was like, what the Yeah, and then what? he's
0: like, and then she's he basically threatens her, chokes her, and says, you'll suffer a, a fate worse than Julian if you don't do this. So, so you
1: wanted abusive daddy, you got an abusive daddy right there. Got it. You got so,
0: it. You got the one you, you wanted. You know, I do like the fact that they're putting a little bit more heat on Clifford and not on Penelope because Penelope was True. always the crazy True. person in the last six. Well, because Clifford
1: died right so quick, like in the first. True, season, basically. we
0: never really got to see like how evil and diabolical he was toward the kids. So it's kind of an interesting shift to show that he's the baddie. Um, so anyway, she's terrified. He-
1: do you think he had something to do with the accident? Y- no,
0: I don't okay. think so. No, okay. I think it's just like it works in his favor. He, it's yeah. a, it's a, re- it's just another reason for him to t- to kick him out. Um. Then it cuts to Betty and Veronica, Clay and Kevin singing a song. What do you think of the song? That was cute yeah
1: what was the song
0: it was called i'm gonna wash that man out of my hair mm-hmm. it's in a it's a movie like i looked it up quickly like, oh, okay. i think it was like a movie from the 1950s okay. um so they sang that song like cute, cute whatever yeah, whatever good. i wish that they did Grease, but i know Grease came later mm. <laughs> something oh cute now more.
1: they're being like on track with their date now
0: that now they're being now relevant they're with the time re- okay. got it got it uh so then it cuts to um kevin talking about the dates with um the date with archie and i wanted to ask you about this because it only happened last episode but betty seems to be like so off archie like almost almost immediately like
1: yeah the way she talked about it was so nonchalant and like i was like is she doing that on purpose at first and then i'm like no like i think she's just being honest um I don't know what I really thought about it and then Veronica gave her like a weird look too did you notice
0: that I think that it has to do with the fact that like they want to link them together which we can talk about a little bit more later
1: together
0: Betty and Veronica for like this little snippet of time
1: I thought she just did that because she was like she because she liked Archie like Veronica liked Archie
0: no I don't think it has anything to do with that necessarily I think it just has to do with the fact that like they're trying to link them together but at the same time I think it's annoying because, like, she didn't just have, like, an ad eh time. Like, they left it off on such a good note. Like, they were about to yeah. kiss in front of her door. Like, I don't understand. Like, it's almost like they were trying to fit this storyline in really quick so they can bring them back to Archie. But she could have easily said something like, he just seems really distracted. Like, we all heard the poem in English class. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah bring something else up instead of being like i'm kind of off archie like you and that's didn't what makes seem like you were off archie
1: more, that things are filmed not in order and maybe that didn't happen yet and so they didn't know where to maybe. go with that conversation i don't know you're right it did feel very it felt weird
0: random um so anyway they they talk about the dates and then veronica of course the horn dog of riverdale it's like so tell us boys who's packing the most heat up in that locker room and like they are like well archie and reggie they're very like they're lucky like, they don't
1: to complain about like they're they good. have
0: nothing to complain about but the side swipe is dilton has okay. got a huge dick
1: <laughs> that still doesn't make you want him i'm sorry
0: <laughs> like it's always the small quiet ones as, as veronica yeah. said like you he's, just he's never got, know. He's got to go, but like
1: that's the thing, and like it's so bad for me to say, but like I feel like if you have BDE, like you'd be a different person. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't be like shy and timid and like yeah. Uh, like if you had BDE, like you would be that guy.
0: I mean, he has just BD. He doesn't have BDE. He just <laughs> he just got the BD. <laughs>
1: he got BD. He
0: got to wow. work on the E part. <laughs> yes. Um anyway i thought it was hilarious to like yeah, that little throw it was so
1: cute like sure. it was such a fun conversation yeah and, like i 100 percent would have asked you like like at one point in our lifetime <laughs> like, <that>
0: who, question. <laughs> who, who got the big who got the big one um no but that's the thing like going to back to what you were saying in the very beginning of the episode like very high school like very like no, sleepover slumber party conversation if
1: i asked my husband the same question yeah he won't say it Cause the rule is that you don't look. Like you don't that's talk, the yeah. thing. Like you don't talk. You don't look. But like if I ask J like he'll be like, okay, so this like, like, girl, this. listen. <laughs> like, you know
0: yeah, one hundred percent. Definitely like a different kind of talk. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so anyways so then it cuts to the basketball game the next morning and this is the scene that we saw from the trailer like they were all hung over that's why they were wearing the sunglasses so they were oh, like yeah yeah they're like Ugh, i don't want to be here right now
1: oh and i did like the little like throw to the rum because she was like veronica this rum is like lit and ron was oh. like yeah it's my family's recipe did you
0: i didn't even put <laughs> that, was that. So yeah
1: yeah
0: that's amazing that's brilliant yeah um so they're hungover, probably from all the rum and uh there's a moment actually in the very beginning where they look over at dilton and dilton's like what and they're like (laughs) he's like like, "Mm -mm, mm -mm." um anyway then it cuts to cheryl introducing archie as the captain and I, I do love that they threw this quick line in there because Archie didn't just like stand up and be like, "Oh hey, thanks, Cheryl." Yeah, he like yeah. had a moment with her even was like, "Hey Cheryl, like is everything good? Know, like are you doing I good?" That was so cute. And then Cheryl's like, "No, I hate this. Like this is the worst thing." Also, that I Also, like be doing I was right
1: very now. confused about Cheryl. Like I get that's her brother, but like she hated him.
0: Yeah, which they explain like she yeah. does say it kind of in her little monologue to him later. But this, and this is what I complained about, I think, even earlier in the season is, like, she loved Jason in the other season. Like, the other season, like, they were, like, this. The way that they, she talked about them, like, talked about him, like, they were tight. So, to see this relationship between these two twins, like, you don't even see them as twins. Like, if they didn't have red hair and they didn't look similar to each other, you wouldn't even think that they were related. Like, they don't have the same kind of connection. So... I mean, your brother's your brother. They run yeah. off a cliff and is unconscious. Like, you care, I yeah, guess, yeah. to some degree. Um, so anyway, so she's annoyed. Archie does a speech. We don't get to hear his speech, but he's obviously very awkward about it. And then later on, when he's in the hallway, he's just kind of, like, chilling out. His English teacher comes up and is like, hey, you did a great speech. You're really talented with your words. And, you know, like, Archie's really bashful about it. He's like, no, 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 like, I'm not that good. And she's like you should try to put your effort like the way that you put into basketball into writing like you're a good writer and you should like look at it, look into it like i know mm-hmm. it's not glamorous but check it out so yeah. it's an interesting way to segue into like him songwriting which happens in the earlier I original really season
1: i did appreciate a teacher being the one to guide the student and we don't get to see a lot of that a lot of the times a teacher yeah. is, like villainized in the show and True. i did really really appreciate that she would like believed in him and she was like go after it like you do have a talent because a yeah. lot of the times in high school like you do get a lot of things from your teachers like especially when they're good teachers like a lot of guidance does come from them right so right for sure i thought it was a really cute moment and i thought it was nice that they've at least once shown like a good example of a teacher you know yeah
0: yeah absolutely Um, if anything, like, I wish that they, like, kind of, like, threw her in a little bit more because, like, she comes out of almost nowhere to be like, I'm a good teacher. I I didn't
1: mind it. I didn't mind it. I wish
0: she was around a little bit longer, like, so she could be, like, to your point, like, an established cool teacher instead of, like, a crazy murderous one. Yeah. Um, so then it cuts to Pep Comics and the boss is talking to Jughead and Ethel. He's, like, welcome back. He's excited to get back into it. And Ethel's like, I want to do the Milkman part two. And he's like, you can literally write anything except for that. Like, there's too much heat about it right now. Literally, like, the murder just happened. Like, maybe let's not talk about that story. And they push for it a little bit, but they, like, they're, like, obviously, like, he's he's against it for obvious reasons. Then it cuts to Mary Andrews and I didn't did, do they ever mention that she has a clothing store before this? No,
1: like, and I was so shook to see her. I was like, I was like what? "Oh, okay.
0: You got a whole store, She's a business girl." business owner? I
1: thought so, she was a lawyer. Yeah, so, I know. Like, the they they timeline.
0: totally changed. I guess she could well, be. Oh, cuz it's like
1: different times, right? 1950s, like, like yeah, women
0: true. can't be lawyers and be not in the
1: 1950s. It's just like less likely, especially like in a small town, like it's not probably not. Totally,
0: totally. Likely um so the girls go in there to buy some dresses they pick which, up which by the way stuff. i was like
1: how does she have money
0: right i mean she's make. i guess she's making money who betty or veronica,
1: veronica.
0: i mean she's a biz- put it on
1: my tab mary she's i'm a business like what tab? tab you have? don't you know she's what you making money older. off your popcorn like what
0: <laughs> i guess she is um still living in a freaking theater though um so she goes and buys some dresses and she says like send them to the pembroke which yeah if you're sneakily going back girl. into your house like just take the Send dresses from
1: the or something. <laughs> it's the like, ghost like, she was feeling herself so hard. She's so like hard. put it on my tab. Yeah. Ship it to the Pembroke. <laughs> Send me the garment bags. Like girl, calm the fuck down. Like you're in hiding right now. Just take the coals and take like, them with you. Like, who are what you? Wouldn't Smithers
0: have had to sign for them to begin with? Like, she would have been booked anyhow. She it's like she was playing with singing. fire. Like, she was just... She was like, yeah, I just put them on the tab. It's fine. Yeah. And then Betty, on top of that, doubles down. And she's like, yeah, yeah, same with me. Send them to the Pembroke because yeah, we're staying the... together. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool.
1: She's like, don't you live at home? She's like, no. I don't
0: know, she's her, like, huh? no, my mom said it's fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. She's like... At one point, I was, in, like, initially I was so annoyed that Mary, like, got involved. But then I was like, thank God she no, got like, involved.
1: She got, <laughs> like, it was happening right in front of her. She was like, okay, I need to fucking put my foot down yeah. here. Like, what is happening?
0: She's like, I need to, like, talk to it these It was girls. good. I liked it. Um, so then it cuts to Riverdale High, like, the front of Riverdale High. And it's a really quick scene where the Stonewall basketball team... Um, led by brett who we know from like previous seasons steals the mascot the bulldog like statue and drives away basically threatening like you'll get it back if you guys win the game
1: yeah
0: cool cool cool
1: and they were making fun of reggie too they're like oh he just he choked when he was playing on our team like he didn't do anything on our team and like they were just like making fun of him
0: like that guy and so reggie with the best like revenge is like Well, I know all of these people's tells, so we're going to make a plan. So he sits down in the next scene and, like, basically says, like, what everybody else's weaknesses are. Tells the team, like, this is what you have to do. He plans it all out. And then he cuts to a shot where Archie obviously is, like, looking down. He's, like, feeling down about the whole situation. And then afterward, Archie and Reggie are, like, doing dishes at home. And Archie says to him, he's like, I feel like I'm an imposter Reggie should, like, you should be the captain. Um, Like, don't you have, like, the dreams to be a captain? And this is when Reggie says, as far as dreams, I don't have any. I just have a plan. I need to do this. I need to get this championship done. I need to get my scholarship. I need to keep moving. Like, he doesn't see it the same way, again, mm-hmm. that Archie does. And while I appreciate Archie's, like, lack of, like, self in this particular moment, in the same vein, they're playing with a concept of, Bro, like, self, self-discovery, like, I don't have time for that. Like, I am a Korean-American living in a small town. Like, I don't have dreams. I just have to figure yeah. out what the fuck I have to do on the day-to-day so I can yep. keep my scholarship. Like, dreams, you want to, like, Ain't play songs. Ain't nobody got time like,
1: for that. Ain't nobody got that. You know time what I
0: mean? So, but they don't make them contentious, which I really appreciate. Like, yep. them coming from, like, two different sides of the tracks in that, like, in that vibe, like they could totally be like Reggie could totally have a chip on his shoulder and be like, bro. And I know that they did that kind of earlier in the season, but to keep bringing it back around to be like, I can't. That's not where my head's at, yeah. bro. Like, I know that you're feeling some type of way about it, but like, that's that's not where I'm at. Um, but they don't like make it feel very like this. Um, so in this moment, he actually asks Archie, like, "What is your passion? Like, what do you want to do?" And Archie's like. Even if I told you, like, you wouldn't believe me because mm-hmm. I want to be a writer.
1: In the writing,
0: <laughs> I, I want to write a book. Um, then it cuts to Ethel and Jughead talking, and Ethel is, like, sad. She's sad because she can't write this Milkman yeah. story. In the very beginning, I was like, Ethel, why would you want to write about something so traumatic? It just happened to you. Your parents were murdered by the Milkman. <laughs> but no, this, she
1: sold it. Yeah,
0: she totally sold it to me in this yeah. scene. Where she basically says, like, you know, this whole time that this whole thing was happening, like, I basically was gaslit by literally everyone to the point where she felt like she was crazy. Like, she was like, everyone else is
1: telling her this is how it went. This is how it happened. This is why you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so she says she wants to tell her story or a version of her story in her own words. And this was going to be, like, her way to do that through the comic book. And Jughead's like, I totally understand where you're coming from. Like, let's try to find a way to do this so you can tell your story. Yeah. Which I loved. I loved that love that they, it. like, I love that Jughead was there for her.
1: They're growing and, on me, like, hard. Like, I yeah. really, really am enjoying their dynamic together.
0: And honestly, if Tabitha wasn't in the picture, I would totally stand them. because I, like... I
1: still stand them, but, like i do feel like it's just a friendship and i think what we learned from this episode in general is like we don't always need a romantic relationship to get a great storyline to get a great conversation to get growth like that can happen right. in a friendship like B&B yeah absolutely and archie and reggie and ethel and Jughead. like it doesn't always have to be that yeah, like, yeah and it doesn't always have to be romantic you know
0: totally for sure good point um so then it cuts to betty and veronica talking to the and another kind of like big scene where they're talking about their mommy issues, essentially yeah. <laughs> like they're just trading stories be like, well, my mom basically disowned me. And Veronica's like, well, I think that I was a mistake and my parents never wanted me. <laughs> so <laughs> there's that whole situation. The one thing that Betty does mention in this little quick moment that I want to talk to you about is Pauly, the Pauly.
1: Yes. The Pauly of, of it all. all.
0: Yeah. Um, she mentions Polly. Finally, we yeah, find finally. out that Polly is like alive and well and thriving, but she's but not doesn't in Riverdale. Say
1: much about her. Doesn't say much about her. She's not here. Yeah.
0: She's like, as soon as she hit 18, she left. Right. That's all we really know. That
1: sounds sketchy to me. Like that sounds
0: sure. sketchy to me. So my inkling is, is maybe that will become a part of Alice's redemption storyline. Yeah. And that's a good enough reason for me to be like, okay, I get it. Like, if she ends up saying to Betty like you know what your sister I screwed up so hard as soon as she could get out of here she left me and she left me with your shitty shitty dad and like I'm here all alone and you know it hurt. So it makes sense that Betty is, like, being controlled and she wants her to be this perfect girl when Polly's the one that's like, I'm out, like, I'm leaving, you know? So maybe that will be worked into the storyline. Like, how did you feel about the fact that she just randomly brought her up?
1: No, I'm glad she brought her up because... That really did feel like another peel off the onion of like this whole family dynamic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she, we, knowing that she does exist, she she left. Why did she leave? So definitely very intriguing, and I'm glad that they did bring it up. I don't know what that's gonna mean. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, yeah.
0: It's gotta. It has to do with it. It's 100%. gotta do with How? at least Alice's redemption story, like. Yeah. I and, think like, that's the a whole
1: house. Like, I feel like maybe Alice told her, like, leave. Like, get away from your dad. Run. Like, whatever. Yeah. Or she decided that on her own. Like, who knows? Right.
0: Um, so then they make a pact to never... Gr- they say, let's make a pact. We'll never grow up to be anything like our parents. Which I think is, like, the entire synopsis of the story, too. Like, that is really what happens in all of season yeah. one. Like, you yeah. see the mistakes of the parents leak into the rep- repercussions of the kids and like when they have the fast forward you see like this different dynamic where they're also messed up kind of by their parents as well so anyway it was cute to see like kind of like it almost felt like when they do these kinds of things it almost feels like an origin story even though they're in like completely parallel yeah. universes um so anyway i loved it then they gush about how kevin and clay are super adorable together you know like Veronica starts talking about the fact that she's kind of jealous because, like, they're mm-hmm. so close. And um, they talk about the fact that, like, in a way, like, it's possibly easier to have, like, the same sex relationships versus like
1: really great conversation to bring up like that was a i didn't know where this conversation was heading um and then when they brought that up i'm like that's actually like a a great observation from her someone who's in that time where like you don't see a lot of same-sex couples around like yeah for her to make that observation i just thought it was really like brilliant for them to sort of steer that in that way
0: because when she Um, said it's easier i was like
1: sure about that girl oh yeah but then
0: but then when she explains it and says like yeah the dichotomy like the the differences between same sex versus like the male female yes which was so prevalent in the 50s yeah makes so much sense yeah um so then they go on to talk about like same-sex relationships and then betty talks to veronica about the statistics that girls So pause here yeah
1: because a couple weeks ago i asked you do you think yes. there's going to be a lesbianist moment between Betty and Veronica? Yes, and you, you said did. no, not at all.
0: I would I said I would love it, but like I don't we think it's going to happen so. at all this season. No. So
1: in this moment as we're leading up to this conversation, are you being like, "Wait, is something going to happen?"
0: Yes, I okay. was gagged. I was okay. fully gagged. I was like Wait, what's happening? Wait, what's happening? Yeah. What's happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, yeah, so then they start talking about the fact that, like, girls engage with other girls before the age of 18. Like, 81% of girls, like, experiment. Yeah. And Veronica's like, oh, yeah, I totally believe that I kissed a girl before, like, while I was yeah. in Hollywood. And no, Benny she even bas- said,
1: like, someone that you know. Oh, did she mean Hollywood? I thought she meant, like, high school.
0: Oh, I thought that she meant, like, You're some right, other maybe time. Someone
1: you someone, like, celebrity or something. Maybe Yeah. Okay. And then
0: she's, like, Betty says, like, I love, I'd love to try like kissing at some point in time, but like it has to be with someone specific that I know. Yeah. And then Veronica's like, like who? And then Betty's like, well, just with you. <laughs>
1: I wanna make out with you, girl. And then, but I knew it. Like I just felt like it's not gonna happen. I'm like some dumb shit. Really? Because gonna... then the music changed. If you notice, oh. the music went from like kind of like s- sexy and like slow. Yeah. And then they switched it when she said that. I think it, it turned to like, oh. bonk, 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 like. Funky. I'm like, why are they playing like? You're like, it's like, not weird? gonna happen. And I'm like, something dumb's gonna happen. And then, sure enough, like sure they enough. start like going in for this slow, slow kiss and then it's like like record scratch record scratch and then smithers
0: yeah marion smithers come in before they kiss and what do you think like do you feel like
1: do you still want it to happen or are you like ah that was it
0: i think that's it i think that's a wrap i think they tried it i do wish that they just did it just to say that they did it like i don't think that there's a hurt in that at all yeah um You know, it's an innocent kiss. It kind of like, like, it's not that it feeds that flame necessarily, because by the end of the episode, I just feel like they end up loving each other as friends. A hundred percent. But I do feel that, like, you know, it would have been a cute moment and a great throwback to the very first episode where they were, where they kissed. Yes.
1: Oh, my God. You're so right. I forgot about that.
0: Right. So, like, I don't know if maybe they just didn't want to push that or what the reason exactly was, or if they just wanted to have a comedic moment with it. But... I think that it would have been cute if they I, just had I that so. one little kiss, like, yeah. seven seasons later, you know?
1: I think you're right. I think they should have just finished it and done it, and then, like, yeah. and then he could have, like, barged in, you know?
0: Exactly, exactly. Like, they didn't, like, maybe they were about to get even more, Yeah. Like, and then it stopped. The
1: tongue was about to, like, enter the situation. <laughs>
0: Or even if it was just an innocent like pack and like they both kind of yeah, got shocked and then like the doors point, open
1: to your point later on they have this really great friend conversation so i think that that would have just cleared everything up to be like we're just like girls like forever exactly. like i got you exactly like, that would have been it you know
0: right um then uh yeah so then mary comes in and she's like you got to tell me everything girls like look we got to talk about this um, so then it cuts to Cheryl talking to Julian in the hospital. She starts crying. She says all the things that we just said, like, I know you're a shitty brother, but, you know, you're still my brother and I love you and I don't want you to die. And then he wakes up as she's talking to him and he's like, girl, stop crying. You're so annoying. Love you. Yeah. Um. So they have like a tiny moment <laughs> to your point. Like, I don't know if it's still it really like shows how they're close by any means, but they're twins. So like mm-hmm. it's never not going to be that way. Um, so then it cuts to Mary talking to the girls, and they she like hears their stories. She feels horrible, and she's like, "Don't worry, I'm gonna fix everything. Like we'll fi- we'll figure this out." Then it cuts to Cheryl. She's obviously very excited to tell Clifford, like, "Bro, like your son is okay, mm. like." Whatever. She's about to walk in to talk to him and she overhears Clifford talking to the principal and it turns out that they want to replace Reggie as captain and as a sponsor and get someone named K.O. Kelly, um, who we know from Katie Keene, Mm -hmm. um, who will be replacing Reggie on the basketball team. Right. And. I had to rewind it back to be like, okay, what else were they talking about? Because, like, was there any, like, mysterious storyline that we don't know about? But he just, um, I think the principal was basically like, aren't you worried that, like, the parents will, like, sue you or whatever? And essentially Clifford says, like, they don't have a leg to stand on. They won't be able to afford a lawyer. They're so poor because they're farmers. So essentially he just wants to get rid of Reggie. Mm Mm-hmm um then it cuts to mary yelling at alice like ripping her like an asshole ripping a second asshole i should say and uh veronica so right away veronica gets back at the pembroke she gets her keys she's like back in back in business and then there's another weird scene that like alice is not like endearingly being nicer to betty but like betty's back in her room yeah and like she's she's like okay so i guess are you my mom again and i forgot what alice says but like basically she's like, yeah. And then she's like,
1: it is what it is. But yeah, like big ups to Mary for like, literally, she's like, I already called Hermione and I cursed her out too. And I'm so disappointed in the both of you. What kind of children are you raising? Like, she called them out. And I was like, thank you for finally being a voice and then saying it to them, like straight to their face.
0: Like, girl, where have you been for the past four episodes? Yeah. This has been freaking crazy. Well, I
1: think they made it make sense. They made it make sense in terms of, like, how Mary would notice that. Otherwise, like, how is she going to notice it? Right. Like, she's raising, like, Archie. That's
0: it. And she's, like, barely, in, she has been barely in the show so far. Yeah. So, like, this having, like, an active parent, thank God. Yeah. It's Mary Andrews. Um. Then it cuts to Cheryl talking to Archie at school and she basically tells him like what what she heard overheard and then archie goes to talk to reggie about it and reggie's like okay well i still want to like do what i came here to do um and archie's like i don't think it's right like we got to like stand up against this and reggie's like well i'd love to be captain and like finish my season as the captain of this team and Archie's like, okay, let's let's make it happen. Like, let's. But this like, game isn't
1: the part. end. This is not the final game. This is just the game against. um
0: It's the, probably like regionals.
1: Yeah, but like it's a big game because they've never won it before. Like it's been like a minute since they have won it. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. not like the championship game.
0: It's not like the state championship. Yeah, no, yeah. no. Um, but I think that they beat like the region, so like Stonewall, Stonewall. is out now, and yeah. like anyway, by the end of it, that's what happens. Um. So anyway. So they're gonna they're gonna do whatever. then it cuts to pep comics, and they decide to change the milkman to the mailman, which mm-hmm. I actually I thought, thought was pretty was... smart. I was like, yeah. good job. like and even the like, guy was her.
1: like, "Oh, that's a good one
0: because I was trying to figure out like how are they gonna do it? Yeah. but they just change it to a different person um and
1: and then do you think they'll be a mil- a mailman killer now?
0: No, I feel like that would be way too close unless I mean, maybe I feel like. I want to. I I really want to know if they're just gonna drop the whole milkman killer storyline and like get deeper into like Clifford being a corrupt. Well, they're douche. setting it
1: up to that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel
0: like I feel like the murders by like an assassin. I want to call him an assassin because I feel like he was hired.
1: Because we still don't get why they would have killed Ethel's parents.
0: Right. We still don't know, but we've talked about it on the pod. And I think a few people said that, like, when Mackenzie the maple and
1: connection. the Maple
0: Connection yeah. was yeah, there. True. Um And even watching the episode back um, a couple weeks ago, I watched back, like, some of the episodes where they're talking about the connection between the parents. And, like, Chuggins, like, no, there is no connection. Or Ethel's like, there's no connection between the two of them. Mm. But then listening to what we said on the pod i was like no there is a
1: connection there is like how would ethel not know that
0: i mean how would she know that like mr rayberry would have never like uh, like they would have maybe not even crossed paths at this at the maple Farm. yeah yeah um anyways so the pep comics guys like oh this is like you know it's obviously talking about the milkman but you change it to mailman yeah. but i still really like the story um but you know that there's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to come down the pipe if we do the story so then he kind of like just bites down and they're all just like well let the storm come it's going to come anyway we might as well just like jump in and do the damn thing yeah so they all kind of high five each other they're like let's do the story print it right now um then it cuts to archie and the team um confronting clifford and saying listen um you better make reggie captain i know that you're like i know what you're doing We're like bring somebody else in you better make him captain for the rest of the season or we're all walking like as a team and clifford basically says like i don't take kindly to threats and archie like very like diplomatically was like It's not a threat. I'm just telling you like what the options are. Like, you either do this or else we all walk, right? Yeah. So Clifford's like, obviously, like, ego exploded and he's gonna retaliate at some point. Then it cuts to Veronica calling Betty, but it was a really cute moment because Betty was also gonna call Veronica. And they have a quick moment on the phone where betty's like i miss you and veronica's like i miss you too and then they say i love you to each other which i thought was really I know. cute like, I, also, gee-
1: I almost started to cry like i i i just thought it was so sweet and knowing that it's the final season and like this is it like we are winding yeah. down to, like, the last You know 10 12 episodes yeah it really did make me emotional at how far they've come as 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 friends
0: as a couple yeah yeah for sure and like yeah it was just like a real a great testament to like their relationship betty and veronica's relationship yeah um she asked her later she's like do you want to go to the game together she's like yeah sounds good um then it cuts to the next morning locker rooms reggie's talking to the team as a captain which was amazing Um, He also, like, thanks the team for supporting him, and he's like, I know that I, the only reason why, like, I can move ahead is because you guys all supported me. Like, it's nice to see, like, where it all ends up with him in this basketball Mm storyline because of what we saw him go through in the beginning of the storyline where, like, they were making fun of him and pushing him down and, like, ignoring him, and now everybody's, like, basically backing him because he's Mm -hmm. the shit. Um and it was cute because reggie's parents also came he's like my parents are here to watch me play as captain i'm really excited um i was worried as soon as they he said like his parents are coming i'm like they're gonna die in a car accident like i was worried instantly that clifford was gonna kill them um which still might happen i wouldn't be surprised so then it cuts to the game but they don't play the game they don't show the game really they just like kind of narrate over it and they win Mm-hmm. The Bulldogs win. Everybody's happy. They got their mascot Finally. back. Everything's good. Um, And then one of the final scene or the final scene is Archie and Reggie kind of talking in their room again. And Archie like very nicely gives him like the captain patch from his mm-hmm. dad. And Reggie was like, I can't take that. And Archie was like, no, he'd want you to have it. Yeah. I want you to have it. And Reggie was like, I'll do him proud. I was like, okay. It was so cute. Um, And then Reggie asked him, he's like, so, like, are you going to try to follow your passions of writing poetry? And Archie kind of, like, is finally able to, like, have a conversation about it and is like, yeah, we'll see. Like, I don't know if, like, I'll be good enough, but, like, Mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see if I can follow it. And Reggie's like, yeah, maybe you will, maybe you won't, but, like, check it out. Yeah. And then their final little shot is like a zoom out shot while Jughead is talking about like the storm that's coming. Yeah. Um, they're like and they're like wrestling and they're other. so, so cute. cute. I'm like kiss. Um, <laughs> and so, I'm like, what's next? And then yeah, so then as they're like having having a good time, Jughead says a storm is coming and we would be all smashed to pieces by it. So
1: mm.
0: Ish is literally about to hit the
1: it's fan. It's coming
0: uh let's get into our recap roundup
1: recap roundups Roundups. best Best moment. moment My best moment was definitely that B and V conversation, like the moments, but then also like the phone call at the end kind of love just you. like I love, I love you. you. I'm always gonna be here for you. Like, let's yeah. go to the game. Like I just thought it was so sweet and it really did make me so emotional, knowing that like this is probably one of the last like scenes of the just them together.
0: Of the know? being in the V. Um, yeah. My best moment for sure is Betty and Veronica talking um more specifically about that like the mom issues the fact that they like feel like all the all the feelings that they feel and yeah. then the almost kiss that we and did.
1: once again i felt like we got more in this one episode than we probably did in like seasons
0: six seasons yeah they
1: covered so much of their relationship and their their mom relationships and like their personal things like in one episode like it was a lot you know like
0: yeah it's true like they covered sexuality they covered relationships they called it it, parents'
1: drama boyfriends like so much so good wtf WTF moment
0: moment. what was your wtf moment
1: okay you go first
0: my wtf moment is finding out that clifford is trying to get reggie off the team i just thought it was so extreme i was like what the fuck dude like that is A little bit aggressive, like right off the top, like it's not his freaking fault that your kid drove himself off a freaking cliff. Like I didn't know how it was all gonna fit together with this whole like car accident situation, but um yeah, I was pretty surprised that they took it that that way Mm -hmm. with Clifford kind of using it as a means to get Reggie out.
1: Yeah. My WTF moment is Dilton has the biggest D. Uh, Because I was so shocked. Literally, guys. I was like, really? Like, like you're packing all of that and that's all you're doing? Like, come on, do more.
0: Uh, It's so funny. It's still such a funny look. High school moment. It's just like glorious. MVP.
1: Okay, my MVP is definitely gonna go to the teacher, just because, like I said, we've never really gone to see, you know, teachers play a pivotal role in, like, yeah. in, in in our education and our growth, especially at that time. And they've never shown a good example of a teacher yeah. in this show. So I really shout out to the teachers. I'm gonna give it to them this week. And she was really good at pushing Archie yeah. like out of his shell, because no one else would have done that. Like everyone else is like, okay, go play basketball, go do sports, right. go do man things. And she was yeah. like, no, like you're good at this. Like keep keep doing it. You know. Yeah. Um, and then I'll also give it to Mary because we always rip on the parents. And, like, she actually did do her her job this week. Yeah. So
0: It's, like, the surprising leaders. The, like, where are the parents? Where are the teachers? It's yeah. just Mary and that English teacher. Like, <laughs> Literally. They're the, they're the only ones that are good yeah. <laughs> at the top. Yeah. Um, my MVP is going to go to Archie because I just feel like he he gave me all the good feelings. Outside of the Betty and Veronica situation, I feel like he, he was he was a little like you know feeling his feelings but i think he was also trying to push things forward he really tried to rally he rallied to like get reggie like together and like now he wants to pursue like writing and poetry i feel like he had a lot of growth this episode
1: yeah
0: um and i'm excited to see like what they end up doing with his character by the end of it all yeah lvp who's your lvp
1: so my lvp it's obviously sheriff keller we can't say that anymore because he really is He's the just, loser of the season
0: he sucks but
1: man. i would have to say julian because i he felt be like he could too. have done a little bit more with explaining like what happened that night what happened in the accident yeah. um i really thought like and he might still but like i really thought he would wake up and be like what the fuck did i do it's all right. my fault like yes i need forgiveness like i just kind of expected a little bit more of him um, even though he's been the villain all season, I just, I did want a little bit more of him. So that's why he's my LVP.
0: I actually 100% agree. I wrote him his name down first, actually, his LVP. And then I changed it to Alice because Alice totally sucked this episode, in my yeah. opinion. Um, but... I was gonna put him down on top of that because i felt like it was a good it would have been a good redeeming moment if he showed up to the game and was like you led our team to championships like mend that relationship with reggie and like we don't see him as like a total shitty villain yeah yeah you know what i mean like it would have been a good writing opportunity but to your point like maybe we will get a julian scene and we will like him a little bit more now like you know maybe once he's better maybe at yeah. next episode he'll have that conversation and we'll like him a little bit more because yeah. still to your point like what were you doing like so useless like you mm-hmm. woke up and you were just making fun of your sister like that's yeah. all we got The, the
1: best, best line, line. My best line is obviously Veronica, and she says, <laughs> "You fellas are always in the boys' locker room together. Tell us who's packing the most heat." Ooh. And then they're like, oh, "Okay." And then she's like, "Are you telling us that neither of you has cast an eyeball their way?" Because they first denied it, which I did respect, because I was like, "You right. don't like tell anyone, you know." Keep yeah, it in the it's Locker room. room talk. Yeah. But then she like she's like, "Come on, like I know you've looked." And like, they're
0: like okay, okay, yeah, keep yeah. an eye. Yeah. I thought that was so funny. That was really funny. Um, My best line is from Raji, which we mentioned already, when he says, as far as dreams, I don't have any. I have a plan. Amazing. Um, Yeah, and I mentioned why I really like that. I loved it. it Yeah, really good writing. Because
1: you can't live in your dreams. You have only a set amount of time you know your back's against the wall like you don't come from privilege like you gotta just have a plan you gotta do, you gotta your gotta damn do it thing. and that's it yeah, and I, exactly. I really loved it it was yeah. it was really a great line um let's do some of our recap roundups from our listeners
0: yes
1: we have at sierra and mvp mary fucking andrews aka yes, best parent on riverdale like the way she read both alice and hermione for absolute filth was everything love my lesbian icon LVP <laughs> I don't know the writers for not focusing on ships that are gonna last till the end I'm not liking how there is no endgame or clear goal in mind and it's concerning best moment the Archie Reggie scene at the end Like please kiss already <laughs> <laughs> High five you guys freaking kill me like, like Not nah. once did I think they were like what? <laughs>
0: Well, obviously they're not going to, but like you want it <laughs> to happen <laughs> as a viewer.
1: Oh my God. WTF moment. Honestly, the Veronica kiss. Like, why are we doing this now when Ooh. we could focus on the lesbian ship that has actually actual stakes and longevity? Also, Veronica saying it's easier for gay men to date than straight people in the 50s is such a poor taste. Yeah, I think we and we did touch on that. I do agree. But I think the way she like explained it is understandable. It's not like all encompassing. It doesn't justify And also like she's
0: saying it in the like she's saying it behind the scenes. Like She's not like exclaiming it to the world. She's kind of just like talking it, talking about it. Like you said, like they had a discussion about it. And I I I did like you like we Mm -hmm. said question where she was going with it and then it made sense yeah I, and like I also like this it's... is the
1: time when like you're a teenager and like boys are smelly and they're still gross but like yeah. you're still attracted to like so like even as a teenager like you're not fully you haven't flushed out these ideas in your head yet right The brains so, are not fully formed. they're not fully formed and so she's like <laughs> oh guys and like how are we supposed to get along with them and like it's all these yeah. like stupid conversations that you have but yeah um then we have at marina um overall it was a good episode slow for the most part but in a good way they took the time to build the relationships between the different characters and at the same time the plot moved forward a bit one of the criticisms is that they continue to put kevin and clay aside yeah episode after episode we see their relationship grow and it's great but we never see it on camera but i thought we got i thought we got that this week
0: we saw them snuggling with each other.
1: And I like how, like, Veronica, like, reflected about them. And she was like, they're so good together. Like, I love how they're, like, together. Like, I thought that was cute.
0: But I think to that, but that's the thing. Like, I do agree with that point 100% because it's already been 12 episodes and we haven't seen one, like, proper scene where they're, like, trying to learn about each other or but trying to understand each not other. Main. It's always, like, outward the context. Main. They aren't the main. But, like, Tony and Cheryl were also, like, they're more main now. But, like, I don't know. I just feel like why throw this character in with this new relationship? You've been focusing on him for the past seven seasons. Yeah. So why now after all this time of us being so frustrated and annoyed? Like, this was really not that it should only be that, but, like, this was literally their last opportunity to like redeem kevin's character and bring a little bit more depth to this real relationship that he's in right now and i don't know if I'm anything i want more of
1: clay I not i don't want more of kevin like i wanted more of clay's backstory and right. like, that's what it and like they could have easily done that in that scene talking to the girls but like yeah yes. they just didn't go there yeah I don't know. yeah
0: i'm yeah it was the best
1: moment all the scenes between archie and reggie i can't with these two This season's Reggie is the best version they could have had to write, agreed. Mm. The scene where Archie gives him the captain's badge from Fred, I died. What, WTF moment, (laughs) Ethel turning into a Cooper and Alice using her to make Betty jealous. WTF, Alice, are you 15 years old? Also, I love BNB friendship this season, but that call and I love you meant something more to me.
0: Wink face.
1: I want them to explore it once and for all, even if it's seven seasons too late. Milton's revelation about his package made me laugh at the reaction, so, best moment to MVP the teacher. The two times she appeared in this season showed how a teacher should be. Being a teacher myself, I had a smile on my face watching this. Mary putting Alice and by extension, Hermione in their places. Low clap for both of them. Yeah, shout out to the teachers.
0: For sure
1: lvp clifford blossom no comment best line let me be abundantly clear boys i don't take kindly to threats this is not a threat mr mayor just laying out your options boom oh, getting down to business um we have some oh we have a new one from at sweet tooth weirdo Ooh. Best moment. Cheryl and Julian sharing that sweet moment in the hospital when Julian woke up. It felt genuine, like they were actually twins slash siblings. Unexpected but welcomed nonetheless. Dubstep moment. The random musical number done by Betty, Veronica, <laughs> Clay, and Kevin. Like, Riverdale stop trying to be Glee. You ain't. MVP, Uh, (laughs) Mary Andrews, the only parent in Riverdale who's actually acting like a responsible, loving, caring parent. She gets it done. LVP, Alice, the principal, the guidance counselor, honestly forgot their names and don't really care. And Clifford Blossom, when are they going to realize they suck? The best line... They tell me I'm solid, they pat me on the back, they see me a son, student, team player. They see a boy like any other, but I look in the mirror and there's no one there. Oh my god, I just got chills. Snaps. Just smoke in mirrors and I do not know how to be solid. Oh my god. Poor it's actually Archie. really sad. So, I know we've talked about there's this really big scene coming up between Lily and, and KJ, and like KJ really like cried through it, right? Like, he got he right. gets really emotional. And I'm now I'm wondering if it has something to do with like this, like where he's t- talking about this like idea of who he is as a man and like how he feels invisible. Like, I wonder if it's like that scene that got him to be that emotional. You yeah, know? yeah, maybe. Cause like it, it you know, especially cause like KJ's, he went through a lot of stuff this last year. Like he became a dad and like, there's probably a lot of things that are connecting Him to his real life, and maybe that like really touched on that for sure. Also, they're saying that like he might have broken up with like the girlfriend.
0: Oh no, yeah, but I
1: don't know if that's like I don't know if it's confirmed, but like people have been saying that like she like stopped posting, she like took down the photos and like stopped posting about him.
0: Oh god, but like
1: he posts about her, so they're like, What clearly something happened, right? Yeah, so I don't know what's going on with that, but anyways, we'll see what happens with that scene because I do want to get to that scene where he. That we know that he gets really emotional, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to check Twitter quickly and see what we have. I don't think we have anything on Twitter yet. No. Nothing. Oh, wait. Sorry. Hold on. Can't forget our girl, Mackenzie L. Burns. Yes. Best moment. The Bulldog standing up to Clifford Blossom before the big game and taking a stance on his behavior not being okay. Possibly the bed towards... The bend towards justice beginnings. Jeff, Jeff, Veronica's upset face about Betty having getting to have kissed Archie when she just last episode said to figure out her love compass for herself.
0: Mm. Oh, so like you guys so, think
1: she got cheese because she because Ar- Betty said she kissed Archie.
0: So that's that, that's what you were saying too, right? Like maybe there is something there.
1: No, but like I thought Veronica got cheese that betty kissed archie because of archie not because of the betty kissing him does that make sense (laughs) like is she's like are you guys saying that she's upset because betty kissed archie or that she's upset that like because she kissed archie
0: because she's feeling she has some feelings for betty as well
1: like is she is ronica upset because she likes betty or is veronica upset because she likes archie right I love triangles, love
0: triangles. I have no idea. Yeah, no. That's but a good what does point. it
1: mean? I don't know. Um plus clay being a being a veggie, that's some rough waters for Clevin. as we know. Kevin is a barchy shipper because oh, clay was like oh you and reggie were so cute to betty right
0: yeah that one moment yeah
1: mvp cheryl she well and truly was doing the most this episode lvp veronica as her admitting she thinks two gay men have it easier than a straight couple in the 50s girl why you gotta be so tone deaf it's the 50s for crying out <laughs> loud you guys are i like that you guys are like on that yeah no i
0: appreciate i do yeah. appreciate that for sure
1: best line i don't know i'm not sure the world's ready for uh archie andrews beat nick poet archie for a brief moment they were two teenage boys friends practically brothers on the cusp of pursuing very different dreams unaware that a storm was coming Juggs ending voiceover. Mm, that was good too. It gave me chills. Okay, that's it guys. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Um, I would like to take this time to thank our patrons of the episode. Our Rewinder squad, White, Cliff, Hannah, Julia, and Haley. Our Lit Rewinders, Tina, Ann, and Kate, and our Mommy Rewinders, Becca, Sarah.
1: Thank you, guys. If you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind.
0: And also make sure you're checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. And you can also find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Like, subscribe, comment, follow, review. to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. Loved it. Thanks for listening.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: Winky winky.